Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers Hello and welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast The Automotive Component Manufacturers Association of India or ACMA has recently announced findings of its industry performance review for the year 2022-23 According to its latest report The turnover of the automotive component industry in India stood at rupees 5.60 lakh crore or 69.7 billion dollars for the period between April 2022 and March 2023 registering a growth of 32.8% over the previous year. The apex body representing India's auto component manufacturing industry reported that sales to original equipment manufacturers in the domestic market stood at rupees 4.76 lakh crore during the last financial year growing by 39.5% as compared to rupees 3.41 lakh crore the previous year. Consumption of increased value added components and shift in market preference towards larger and more powerful vehicles contributed to the increased turnover of the automotive component sector. Exports of auto components also witnessed growth of 5.2% to rupees 1.61 lakh crore during 2022-23 as compared with rupees 1.41 lakh crore in 2021-22 traction in the domestic market also reflected on imports of component into india component imports growth grew by 10.9% in 2022-23 to rupees 1.63 lakh crore from rupees 1.36 lakh crore in 2021-22 China remains our key source of imports which accounted for 30% followed by Europe and North America at 26% and 6% respectively. In the aftermarket also increased movement of vehicles post pandemic and surge in demand for used vehicles led to buoyancy in the aftermarket across all segments. The turnover of the aftermarket in FY2223 stood at rupees 85333 crore compared to rupees 74203 crore in the previous year. Without further ado, let's talk to Sanjay Kapoor, President ACMA and Chairman Sona Comstar to talk about the current scenario in the automotive component industry and the way forward. Welcome to Business Line podcast Sanjay. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Just to start with, I wanted to to give some background on how is the component industry, especially with the sales picking up in overall segments. So the industry has done uh, fairly well. We've had a growth. Uh, we've grown uh, from fifty-six billion dollars in terms of revenue to seventy billion, close to seventy billion. Our exports have remained at thirty percent of that. So our exports are about twenty billion. Uh, so we've had good growth. We've seen good growth in the domestic market, as well as in the export market. Uh, whilst we have been fearful of a recession in the United States and. uh you know wary of the fact that there is conflict in europe we've seen good growth in both united states and europe as well as asia uh, as a market in fact the us grew about at 8% for us uh europe grew at 3% and asia grew at 4% so we've seen uh, good uh, export uh, growth and i think this is all coming off on the back of the china plus 1 strategy that's playing out pretty much in our favor so I, i'm hopeful that uh, that will continue In terms of import what is the size of import right now and how much is China contributing right now is China still a worry factor for us our imports have been pretty much even in terms of almost at our exports we've got a trade deficit of about 200 million dollars which is uh, 
which is not that bad considering where we've come from in the past. Uh, of course, last year we had a trade surplus. Uh, however, the electronic components in the the industry continue to be imported. And as we will localize, we'll see a, you know, a benefit. We're hoping that we will continue to localize in electronics and other parts and therefore uh, reduce our dependence on imports. Right. And in terms of industry, uh, of course, the passenger vehicles have grown a lot. What about two-wheelers, which is still a concern because in the month of July also, we have seen few of the companies' uh, sales declined. Is it the rural factors which is playing a spoiled sport? What is your statement on that? Overall, we're seeing uh, the numbers come back in the two-wheeler industry. We're also seeing a lot of electrification happen in two-wheelers uh, as well as three-wheelers. So, you know, that is also playing out uh, pretty well and and, uh, and the numbers are looking much better than they were last year. So, we're hopeful that they'll continue to grow and, uh, you know, we'll see a revival because we have seen revival across uh, the rest of the industry. Pasca, as you said, has done well. Commercial vehicles has also increased. Tractors is held up. So, you know, we're hopeful that this will continue. What about in the electric two-wheeler or electric EVs, uh, so to say, in terms of components, how well we are prepared now since the industry has also developed a lot and the sales are also picking up for electric vehicles? So we've got a good uh, hold of in terms of, uh, you know, what we're supplying into the electric uh, vehicles, specifically in the two-wheel and three-wheel industry, because we've been able to develop components, invest in technology, and increase our investment in technologies, and therefore, we're well prepared to supply into the electrification of vehicles. In fact, when we looked at um, the executive committee of ACMA two years ago, 60% of the members of the executive committee, which is a good representation of the automotive industry, said they were ready to supply into EVs. 40% said they would be in a year. So I'm assuming since we're two years out from them, everyone is ready to supply into electric vehicles. What about in the aftermarket? We have seen the uh, numbers grown in the aftermarket also. Will it continue to do so in the coming months or years? Yes, yeah, so we've seen continuous growth in the aftermarket and I don't see why this should stop. Uh, we will see growth in uh, in the OEM space, we'll see growth in the aftermarket, uh, you know, we'll see growth in exports, we'll continue to see growth. I don't uh, see this slowing down. Is this uh, trend continuing uh, since post-pandemic last year we have done, I mean, most of the companies have recorded best ever sales. So, do we see the continuation of the same trend this year also? I hope so. I mean, I'm very hopeful that we will because again, you know, we're, we have this opportunity of China plus one which is playing out very well in our favor. Uh, in terms of exports. Uh, so, you know, we hope that uh, this trend will continue uh, to play out and we hope that, you know, every quarter is, is, is a better quarter than the last. Right. And in terms of M&As or acquisitions, I think we have seen a few companies doing that. Even in overseas, they are acquiring uh, stakes in companies uh, in the component sector. How do we see this shaping up and do we see the similar trend going forward? So this has been, uh, you know, uh, we've been uh, on an acquisition spree for many, many years now. Uh, you know, we started back in, in the 2000s, in the mid-2000s, where companies started acquiring companies. And, you know, we hope that that continues because as we grow in size and as we uh, require technology and as we require uh, to supply into global markets, we're going to look at 
acquisition opportunities as an industry. Uh, the other opportunity that the industry will look at is opportunities in terms of startups or smaller companies that are technology-driven and really look at how we can integrate the technology into the component industry. So if you look at the aspect of software uh, integrating with hardware, you know, the component industry that is well-established will play a good role in that integration process. So I think we're also going to see a lot of those opportunities come our way. We're going to see the opportunities, of course, of the traditional uh, tier one or tier two suppliers that, that are being, uh, you know, that have been uh, the, the focus or the target thus far. And I think we're also going to see the smaller companies that are driven by uh, purely by technology. So it's going to be a good mix. What about uh, policies like PLI? What kind of benefits are we seeing uh, in the component industry because of those kind of policies? So the PLI policy is very well defined in terms of investment in future technologies. And if you look at it from uh, the, the advantage of the component industry, just investing in future technologies is going to bring a lot of benefit because we're going to be able to supply into what is becoming the new automotive industry in terms of electrification, in terms of connectivity, in terms of telematics, in terms of autonomous. You know, the industry is changing very rapidly, is disrupting very rapidly, and we need to disrupt along with them. The component uh, industry and the supply chain needs to disrupt along with the component industry, and the PLI scheme has well-defined uh, what we must be doing, uh, the components that are in that are included in the PLI scheme. There are 67 companies in the auto component industry that have been approved, and uh, you know we hope that this will bring more investment in technology, and that's really where we need to be, and where where private sector has to play a very big role is investing in technology. What about companies like Tesla, which are preparing to come to India? Are we ready to supply our components to those companies? So I can't comment on OEMs and their plans. However, if you look at the component industry, we're well positioned and well equipped to supply into electric vehicles. We're doing that in India with our local OEMs. We're doing it in terms of exports. There are a lot of companies that are exporting uh, to uh, global OEMs and a lot of global OEMs have electric platforms. So I don't see why electrification will not uh, you know, grow very rapidly uh, in, the, in the coming years. There's going to be a big move towards electrification. Uh, it's already happening globally and it's going to catch up in India as well with OEMs coming in here uh, and local OEMs as well uh, moving towards electrification. All right, Sanjay, automotive industry is already providing a lot of employment uh, opportunities. What about in automotive component industry? What kind of job creations do we see uh, in the future? So the short answer to that is as we expand capacity and we expand our manufacturing footprint, we will require more jobs. Now, whilst we may look at Industry 4.0 for more efficiencies, we will look at automation, etc. But you're going to require jobs because things are going to, the nature of job may change. Uh, and we're working very hard with uh, uh, collaborations with skilling. A lot of companies have skilling uh, centers, uh, you know, and are working in ACMA. In fact, we've got centers of excellence, uh, you know, which helps in training, uh, manpower, etc. So we'll continue to, I think, as the industry grows, and we've seen, the fact is that we've grown 30%, and, and that requires more capacity, and that will require more jobs. Can you put some numbers to it? I wouldn't have a number on, on a, because, you know, it's, it's, we're representing 800 companies. So, All right. Thank you, Sanjay. Thank you for your time. Thank you.